We're back, we're back, we're back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back, back again? <laughs> the blondes are back. Tell your friends. Blondes are back. Blondes are back. Blondes are back. <laughs> Did you hear that millennials or whoever the fuck it was was trying to shut down Eminem? What? Yeah, because Why? of his lyrics about locking up his ex in his trunk of his car and like our generation was like, you can't fucking touch Eminem. Yeah. Like, sorry. It's music. I mean, people are allowed to express themselves through different ways. Didn't his mom try to sue him over one of his songs about her? I think her? she successfully sued him. I, feel I think like they she only got like $10,000. Yeah, but still, that's money she shouldn't even have gotten. Shit, that's nothing to him though. Trash mom. Yeah. Jeez. I was reading this book and they were talking about, it was like back in like the 50s or whatever but this woman was reading a book and the guy was like oh my god isn't that book banned and i'm like that's what's gonna happen to us where they start yeah banning things that shouldn't be banned don't we have a right to our own opinions and nope man don't come for eminem (laughs) don't have a right to your own opinion anymore and if you do you gotta shh shh yeah you can only have your opinion has to be my opinion gina yeah that's that's how it goes and if your opinion isn't my opinion Mm-mm-mm. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I find that nowadays everybody is, you know, on heads or tails doing that with the vaccination. Well, you know, I got my vaccine because, as you guys all know, or if you don't know, that was really Wisconsin. Wow. I was five months pregnant and I lost my baby. And I'm not going to go into that and make it a really sad, sappy episode. I think at some point we'll probably have just like a little thing talking about it, but we want to have fun today. Um, But so because we're going to start trying to get pregnant again, my nurse had recommended that I have of the vaccine because they'd noticed an increase in miscarriages and stillborns from people who have had COVID. Well, I had COVID, as you know. So whether it's related or not, they can't really answer that for me. So I'm freaking out though, because what if now I have this freaking vaccine in my body and that keeps me from having kids, you know, like. Because there's so many unknowns and variables and different reactions or no reactions at all. Like it's all across the board. mm -hmm. Like there's no. There has been a couple of people who have died. Yeah. Like that's. from a freaking vaccine and i don't really understand like i feel like an idiot even saying this but it's like you don't get the flu and then get the flu vaccine after so i had covid yeah why do i get the vaccine after i know they're talking about all these different strains and all this that like but i got pfizer and the south african strain of covid the vaccine won't do anything for it so it's like i don't know it's like weird i feel really uneducated and stupid even saying this right now what i understand the covid vaccine words works differently whereas they're not actually injecting you with covid right where with like flu vaccines they're injecting you with a small amount of the flu virus of what they think the biggest strain of is that year right I think that's right. I feel so fucking stupid, I mean, stupid I feel like too. it's not a live <laughs> virus, but yes, it's something along those lines, yes. Yeah, this is like a very different vaccine that they've come out with. Now, myself personally, I have not gotten it yet because I am so fucking sensitive to everything. Well, I will tell you, it hurt like a son of a bitch the day after. I still have a bruise. Look at this. I can see it. And it felt like I like my just my right arm got into a car accident. 
It hurts That's so crazy. bad the next day. And then I'm back at the gym and my second day back is arm day. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, fucking kill no. me now. So, you know, those commercials you'll see for like medicine, whatever, we'll say like Mazerna. Ma- and at the end of the commercial, they're like, may cause bloody stool, <laughs> gas, constipation, throwing up, vaginal discharge. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is me. Yes. Every single one mm-hmm. of those symptoms that nobody ever gets, I get every fucking time. Every fucking time that's me with birth control oh my god oh same yeah i haven't been on birth control for fucking years because i had issues at the morena i I had everything except for an iud and i was a hot mess on everything i had tried everything except for the iud and then got the iud and had so many fucking issues i was like if you don't (sighs) take this out i'm yanking this fucker out myself like which you can though can't use in like a little string yeah you can you just yank the string but i did have it gone and pulled out but i mean i could feel it (laughs) with your husband's teeth (laughs) getting romantic I could feel it. I was aware of it. It caused me severe back pain, nausea, vomiting, headaches, like so many things. Right. And when the gyno took it out, he was like, can I ask why? And I listed all this stuff up. He was like, wow. He's like, those are rare side effects people hardly ever get. I'm like, yeah, rare, I fucking get Rare em. though does not mean it, it doesn't ever happen, right? Yeah. So it has to happen for somebody in order for them in to In order say. for it to happen. And let me tell you that that somebody is fucking me. <laughs> I have reactions to everything. And I have so many allergies to... You combine that with the fact that I have, you know, anxiety disorder. I would fucking faint before they even put the shot in my arm. Sure. I, I would have a panic attack. I'd have to leave. Somebody would have to give me a Xanax. Like, well, there's no way I could do it because I know in my gut I will have a reaction of some sort because well, I'm so sensitive. It's so weird, though, to me because now they're, tr- you know, with the vaccine passport, right? It is That is so eerie to me. It's so stupid. They're going and I- to, like, not let you into sporting events unless yeah. you have this QR code or, I mean, who knows? This is, like, whatever, like people speculating or just talking about that is some conspiracy shit to me it's where it's very like, fucked up and this may be the unpopular opinion if you don't agree with me that's fine that's okay we don't have to agree on everything but i think that that's a very slippery slope to go down it, of, is, it is terrifying yeah of having people you know required to get this and yeah 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 i get it we've had vaccinations around for a long time people's kids get them my kids didn't get all of them they got the ones that i felt were necessary but not all of them you well, know i just think when the government is like for me it's weird seeing commercials for you to get your vaccine it's weird yeah. there's like anytime COVID is mentioned on facebook there's like you know, somebody can write it in a in a message and then you'll see like a little COVID vaccination information. Yeah. And then like my grandparents were at Walmart getting a prescription filled and the pharmacist was like, hey, have you gotten your vaccines yet? No, you haven't. Come back here and we'll give it to you. That's weird to me. Like, yeah. I don't know what makes it seem so it, – it just seems like not the way healthcare should be. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but it, I agree with you. It's all so weird right now. It feels like it's a very like forced issue. It's like too pushed. Yeah, too pushed. Even with those like passport and things like that, it feels too pushed. I don't know. And 
you know, at the end of the day, I want everyone to be healthy. I want everyone to be well. I don't want anyone to get sick. I don't want anyone to fucking die. I don't want anyone to get adverse reactions. Like it's, it's so all over the board. Like it's, it's, I have a hard time with it. I am not an anti-vaxxer at all. Like I, I get my flu shot. I've had, you know, every vaccination I'm supposed to. And so it's not that I just, something about this seems like there's more of an agenda than, and I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope like this truly is people trying to look out for other people. But in my head, I keep thinking like, what if this vaccine makes me like sterile now? I don't know. Sterile is not the right word for a woman. Because there are so many unknowns. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer either. My kids still got 90% of the vaccinations. You know, I won't go into detail about that because it's fucking boring about the ones I, you know, like whatever. (laughs) Can (laughs) you please tell us everyone? Can you tell every year they tap records? Yeah, let's let's read it. But I'm not an anti-vaxxer either. I just, (sighs) I'm having a hard time with this one. But I will tell you that thank you to everybody who reached out and the amount of support and love that I got. I mean, there's people who literally like every couple of days have been checking up on me, like people I don't even know that just out of the goodness of their own heart. And I am so appreciative of that. But there was people who were telling me that if you got the COVID vaccine and you had a miscarriage, that there's like a lawsuit going on or something like that. And I'm just like, I didn't. That has nothing to do with my story. But I'm like, that's scary it's scary so i don't know i'm like doing what i'm told trying to be a good girl because it's like man you know i want to follow all the rules to like have a successful pregnancy again yeah because like now it's the only thing that i want more than anything which is (laughs) weird right i hope this isn't gonna be like a problem moving forward so trying to i don't think it will be yeah we'll think positive I will say, though, I'm so freaking proud of you, of how you've handled everything. Like you've just, throughout everything, you've just, you've handled it so well, better than I would have. I think I'm doing better than I even thought I would have, but I feel like, and I've had people say, oh, don't say that, but like there's been so many people who have shared their own personal stories with me that have had it way worse Right. Than I did. And yes, I wallowed in my own like problems and I cry whenever it, it feels like I need to cry. Just cry. Let it out. I'm not taking away what I went through, but there are people who have shared their stories with me where I'm like, I don't even if, – if I can't imagine how I would be at that point. Right, yeah. And I appreciate everybody who has sent me messages and I am working my way through them. I'm not trying to give you just like a one-sentence half-assed message. I'm actually taking my time with them. So thank you for it because in a weird way, we're just a, a member of this shitty club and yeah. I never realized how much other people, even people you don't know, like their support means and yeah, it's – it's been tremendous. But I think like for me, it's like knowing it could have been worse, knowing, you know, there's people who've had like full-term babies and only had them for an hour. Or yeah. there's like a cast member on the challenge right now. His name's Ashley. His daughter's like eight months old and she has leukemia and there's nothing they can do. And I'm just Ugh. like, I I didn't have to meet this little girl and yeah. hold her and get her kisses. That literally I was reading the story about him and watching videos it tore my heart out yeah so I'm trying to be thankful in the fact that it happened when it did um but I'm definitely still really it's like the pain is there it's just not nearly as raw as it was 
and she'll always be my little girl. I'll always love her and think about her and yeah, just try to take it day by day. Well, and I say I'm proud of you, like not like so proud of you, kid. You did. <laughs> I mean, like you allowed yourself to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and put yourself out there, which a lot of people don't do. I I almost feel like when women go think through something like this they feel like they have to hide it or that they did something wrong oh my god you should i could show you some of these messages that i've gotten from people i mean there's probably 50 that i have right now that are women who had to go through this alone or Mm -hmm. didn't tell anybody or thought like i mean i was messaging this one girl and she was like i i didn't have anybody with me i was going through this alone and i think it's because i did this or because i thought this and it's like no, that's because there's so many, you know, you can get in your own head and be like, it's something I did. It's my fault. When in reality, that's not the case. I mean, trust me, I was there and I've thought of every little possible thing and you can't do that because I'm never going to have an answer to that. Maybe until I'm dead myself and meet our maker and find out like, right. you know, I, I don't know. So I'm just kind of going with like, <laughs> there's people who have crack babies there's people who don't want to have children they throw themselves down the stairs and they still have their pregnancy and it's like i've done none of those things right yeah so i can't sit here and and keep wondering why because that's like the hardest part but if i want to cry i cry if i want to smile and dance with my son or whatever and be happy i'm allowing myself to do that which is exactly what you should do when you have emotions allow them to come up, recognize them, and then, you know, move on to the next emotion. Yeah. Good or bad, right? Yeah. And it comes in waves. It's like, I'll be fine, and then I'll be driving somewhere, and like, I'll hear a song, and it has nothing to do with my situation, but I'll just start bawling, you know? So it's like, I'm just yeah. trying to go through the motions and figure it out. But thanks for all the support and love from everybody. Honestly, y'all are some rock stars, and I'm forever grateful. Well, I love you. I love you too. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do an episode where we go into it deeper. Yeah. And I mean, if you're if you don't know my story, if you don't know everything that happened, I kind of talked about it on my own Instagram. And if you want to share your story with me or if you have anything to say, I mean, please don't hesitate to send me a message. I'll get back to you, I promise. I'm I'm working on them. Why? Well, we'll start with our first topic of the day, Ooh. my tattoo removal. Okay, what's going on with that? <laughs> oh boy. So, as most of you know, if you've been listening, if not, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I need some more champagne. We are drinking today, everyone. It's Melinda's first drink in a very long time. Very long. So if by the end of this episode, we're drunk and we're telling everyone to fuck off. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you know why you girls are getting drunk. Yes. So anyways, yes. this was my fourth tattoo removal session. And, you know, it's fine. I'm just going with the flow, like whatever. I just want these fucking ugly ass stars gone. <laughs> right. But at your third one, she told you that it's that probably because she used a stronger laser on you. Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be as bad anymore. Right. Well, I go in there yesterday. Okay. And there's a new girl there that I've never seen before, and Uh-oh. she's like, "I'm taking care of you." And I was like, "What? The Say fuck who? you are?" <laughs> I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and my normal, you know, removal guy is girl guy girl. Oh my goodness, okay. it's a woman. <laughs> 
Her name is Lola, and Lola is the shit. Like, she's so good. She's awesome. I love her. So I'm like, where the fuck is Lola? Like, who's this woman? What's happening? So we go into the room, and I'm like, "Uh, where's Lola? And she was like, oh, she was going to esthetician school. She graduated, so she's doing that now, which (gasps) great for her. Sure, but you never even knew that was happening? I don't think there's like, you know, Uh there's legalities there because I think she, I don't know, you know. I don't know the the law all that way. There may have been, what do they call that? A no? No compete? Yeah, something like, I don't find it. Non-compete. Non-compete, whatever. Non-compete clause. Lawyer Gina here. I would be a terrible lawyer. (laughs) So I was like, oh, which great for Lola. She's freaking awesome. And I can see her being a great esthetician. So I'm like, oh, okay. And she's just like ready to start. And I was like, well, where are my pictures? Like Lola always pulls up my pictures like to the first one to the next progression to like see where I'm at from the first one to now, Mm -hmm. you know, and like she kind of bases that off of what laser she uses, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, oh, I can't figure out how to get them up. She was like, I'm like a grandma when it comes to technology. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like, okay. And right away, my gut is like, leave. Leave right now. Don't do it. Uh And I'm so mad at myself because I always listen to my gut. My gut is never wrong. Never. So I still proceed. And I'm like... So, who are you? You know, because she still hasn't introduced herself to me. And I won't say her name because I'm not going to throw her under the bus, even though I should. (laughs) But I'm I'm not like that. I am. Tell me your name and I'll say it. (laughs) (laughs) Calling this bitch out. So, and I was like, well, what session am I on? And I knew it was my fourth one. But she was like, oh, this is your third. And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, this is my fourth. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I have it right here. This is your fourth. Again, like bells are going off. I'm like, this bitch, is, she don't know what she's doing. Well, she's about to put a laser on the skin. It's not good if she hasn't even just like read up on your chart or however that works. I will go ahead and show you the photo of what this bitch did because I haven't showed it to her, her yet. It is not even on the lines of my tattoo. And this bitch like, lasered my skin that is not even tattooed. And okay, this is seriously, it is a black outline yes. of a star. Mm-hmm. This is not <laughs> It is, looks like a toddler did it. I was say I think my son could probably draw over this star better than you and he barely uses pencils. It's one straight line to follow. It's not that hard. She completely missed the lines of my tattoo. This bitch lasered there's, just my regular ass skin. There is a part of this tattoo that's not even touched. Yes. Several parts. Th- that's just one. The other one is to say is just as janky. Oh my god, I can't stop staring at this. And it looks like they're like, I don't know. I feel like when I've seen it before, it looks kind of like cohesive. Like mm-hmm. the lines actually go this looks, over just looks my like tattoo. Dots. Yeah, yeah. These are just like random dots from the laser. They're just random dots. It's not like a straight like line. Right. Okay. So bad, so bad, so bad. And I didn't see it till I got home because they cover them up right away, you know, and I'm laying down like whatever. How does she not even see this and be like, I have to touch up a couple of spots even? Like that lower right hand spot, there is nothing on that line. And this top one too. Like she lasered where I don't even have a tattoo. (laughs) Like what the hell? I'm Um, sorry I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) I have so many problems with this. 
I have yet to resolve this. Oh, so okay. So I reached out to Lola. I found her Instagram and I was like, hey, yeah. I am so sorry to bother you. Number one, I was like, congrats on your new job. But I was like, number two, I went for my fourth removal appointment today and I have some concerns. It's like, can I send you some photos if you have the time? Uh huh. She messaged me back. She's like, absolutely. Miss and I mean, this is your, that was your fourth time. So it's not like this was your first time and you didn't really know what it was going to look like. No. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I mean, I have a feeling I could have done a better job. Oh, you 100% could have. She said she definitely missed a lot of lines. You won't get any scarring or anything from it, just some bruising. I'm so sorry, which thank God I won't get any scarring from this. She said that she would send the pics to the owner. She has had several clients message her earlier and complain about their treatments as well. Oh, my God. And, you know, I mean, is this girl like a student? I have no idea. And like, apparently one of the people like she started lasering off a tattoo that she didn't ask to be lasered off. (gasps) Like, just this girl should not be removing people's tattoos. Oh my God. So this- You need to get her first and last name and even look up her license because I'm sure she has to have a license for this. Dude, this is so terrible. Normally when I do it, it's like a text message thing. So I text message the- them today and I said hi I had tattoo removal done yesterday and when cleaning and changing the bandages last night I noticed there's several lines that were completely missed of my tattoo and just lasers on my skin where there's no tattoo and I sent two photos and I haven't heard anything back yet all I want is my fucking money back at this point yeah. and this girl should not be practicing oh like my God. she should not be removing people's tattoos because she has no clue what she's doing but wow. to be continued I will keep everyone updated I will post the photos on our Instagram of this shysty ass tattoo removal. And if you live in the Milwaukee area and you are thinking about getting a tattoo removed, you can message me privately and I will let you know where the place is that I went and the name of the woman that I went to just so you don't subject yourself to this. I don't want to put her on blast to everybody, but if it's somebody who's looking to get this done, you know, and you want to know for your own, message me and I'll steer you in the right direction as... I have been steered by somebody else in the right direction of where to go to next. So what's your plan of action then? I want my fucking money back. No, I mean like, what if you don't hear from them today? I'm going to call the studio. Okay. And I will, if they don't return my calls, I will show up there and be like, I want you to refund my money now. I'll be a fucking bitch about it. And then are you going to go to a different facility? Yes. Okay. I already have an appointment for a console at another place because I wanted to show them while they're still looking like this. Right. I mean, I guess I have pictures, but it's better, you know, seeing it in person too, I think, if you're actually going to be working on me next. You have to wait eight weeks healing time before you can even get it done again. So it's not just the money. Like, yes, I want my money back, but this is two months of my life that I have to put this shit on hold again. Right. Because it has to heal. This shitty job that she did has to heal before I can get this done again. My God. The saga and it's bad enough even having to go through it much less it being done wrong right like i'm in pain now and have to these things covered up for nothing for nothing because what that bitch did ain't removing anything here there's like some dots that may uh i mean hopefully it doesn't scar on my skin like what if it did cause what if she used a super strong laser and something and it did did cause scarring like on an area they didn't even have a tattoo and i signed a waiver form with with lola the previous woman i didn't sign anything with this girl like i don't know if she's certified like Mm -hmm. 
Well, maybe that'll be like useful for you in the future if need be. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully everything will heal fine. And I knew it. I should have listened to my gut. Like, ugh, I'm pissed at myself. I my gut was telling me to just get up and turn around and walk out. And I'm so pissed at myself for not doing it. So again, we have lessons to be learned from this. Number one, always trust your gut. Number two, if you're thinking a tattoo is real cool when you're 18, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Or just ask other people's opinions because you have some pretty cool tattoos. Which I all got well after I was 18 years old. I feel like there should be a mandatory you can't get tattoos until you're 20-something. I don't know. I don't don't think that's a good idea either. (laughs) You don't make good choices for permanent ink on your body at 18. I mean, I think when I was 18, like I wanted like my tongue pierced. I thought that was cool. Thank the Lord I never did that. I did that twice. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and especially now as like a hygienist, it's like, oh my God. Um, you know, the tramp stamps were so cool. I have one and of like, those too, bitch. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to back up your statement here. Which also the tramp stamp was my first tattoo. These stars were the second. But you looked so hot in your low-rise jeans. Oh yeah. yeah. So hot. So ha- have you heard recently rem- you know those stars that people put on the sides of their houses? Like these big Oh, yeah, the nautical stars, right? Isn't that what they're called? I don't know if they're actually nautical stars, but sure. I, I saw this. And I'm like, this I, this cannot be real. But they are saying that people put these on the outside of their houses to indicate that they are swingers. Really? Well, that's what this claim is saying. I mean, it makes sense. Chris and I have one of those stars on our house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. You're I'm not just kidding. kidding. <laughs> but so I had a bunch of people like on Facebook that were like talking about this meme that this girl had put out. It said, this morning, my mom was trying to pull Christmas gift ideas out of us. I mentioned a metal star for the exterior of my house. I was sad when the sellers didn't leave it. My sister tells me it's a swingers code to attract other couples. Somebody's just driving back your house they're like jane yep. pull over uh-huh there's a star on their house and then you knock on the door and you're like tonight i see the star you want to see my dick well like, what i am i'm not usually one of these people that goes into and confirms if this is real or not but snope says it's false Okay, see, that makes sense. I was so hoping this was a thing, though, because in northern Wisconsin, every house has Every one of house, yeah. <laughs> I so, do not because I think they're ugly, but, you know, to You just said own. you had one on your house. I now you're taking joking. it back. I know. You know what? I have come across a lot of swingers lately, though, like people that come into, like, the restaurant and oh. stuff. And I'm like, what is it? Like, why am I seeing so much of this lately? Like, I don't know. Because people were quarantined with their significant other and, and they, they got angry fuck. and bored what are your thoughts on swinging mel um i will never judge anybody who does it because what works in your relationship works in your relationship for right. me oh hell no this won't work because <laughs> i will be thinking about way too much like oh did you like it better when she did this or do you like the way it it would kill me it, right it's not for me no I do not like the swinging. And again, I will not judge either. And to each their own, everything, everybody do what makes you happy as long as everyone's consensual. Yeah, if it yada, works, yada, yada. If it works for y'all, hey, right. 
Good, good for you. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. I just know for me, it, it's it not right. Work. To me, I don't want the swinging because I wouldn't want another couple, but I also weirdly don't have a problem with a threesome with another female. I just wouldn't want like mm-hmm. another male in the mix. And I know that sounds weird or discriminatory or whatever. It's just my sexual preference. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, another but woman, I, think I don't that's mind. interesting how it would be another woman instead of another man for you. Hmm. Are yeah. you propositioning me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you never shit where you eat. Right, ever. that's the truth. No, I couldn't do it. it. I mean, what if I was feeling lazy that night? I'm like, you do most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit over here in the bathtub and just watch. I don't know. I just think there's something sexy about two women and one man. You know, like, I don't know. Sure, I, I understand that. And if I was single... It, hey, whatever. Right. Like, enjoy yourself, have fun. But in my marriage, it would not work for me. Yeah, see, it doesn't bother me. I'd be like, well, Chris, here you go. <laughs> uh, if you're interested in Gina, uh, ladies, send in your uh, application form for a I don't know, like two girls sucking a dick at the same time. Like, I think it's hot. You know, it's sexy. I'd feel that girl. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. You don't you don't put your tongue on my husband's dick. That is my penis. That is my penis. Ma'am. Oh no. <laughs> not for me. But again, hey, if you're single or like you're not even I don't I personally don't even think in a committed relationship it would work for me. But if you want to go and have fun and everybody's okay with it right as long as all parties are consensual and of sound mind and body and it floats your boat and gets you off fucking go for it well i i have a funny story for you then if we're talking about this um yes one of our old friends you were going camping they were going camping with you and she was 100 percent thinking y'all were trying to swing with them who when this was I think this was like around the time me and you had like our little hiccup where like my birthday camping trip. I don't remember because I even said to her because I was like, well, if she if 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 something like that happens, you have to tell me because I wanted to hear it from her side of the story to tell you. Wait, what did she say? She said, I don't remember the specifics, but she made it seem like you guys were trying to swing with them. Oh, no, she is not my type and he is not my type either. Mm. You know what? She is that conceited. One hundred percent. She is that conceited and self-absorbed mm-hmm. that she is like, oh, they want me. They want to like, swing with me. I know. Honey, I was like, no. oh, if anything like that happens, you have to tell me because no. I wanted to like, ha- like hear what she thought was happening to tell you. Well, my sister was staying with us. <laughs> I'm just telling you. And so I was like, oh my God, I want to hear everything from her side of the story. To you tell. know why I totally forgot? Because we never spent any time with right. her that whole trip. You told me that. But yeah, she told me that before. Like literally the whole trip, we didn't see them at all. Oh my God, honey, no. If I was hitting on you, you would know it. Oh my God. I don't want to fuck any of my friends' husbands. Right. That's, that's Period. A safe space to be in. And I don't find any of my my friends' husbands attractive. Like I look at them like brothers. Right. That's how you should. It should be. Yeah. There's no sexual attraction there. Like I don't even look like that. Like that's disgusting. 
No, I don't have any desire to. Um, no. Yeah, that's no. Mm-mm. No, I don't find like, I mean, I love your husband to death, but I don't find him attractive. And that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I don't look at my friend's husband no. as like... I mean, I, I should say that differently. I recognize that your husband is a good-looking man, but no, 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 I'm no. not attracted right. to no, him. No, no, I know what you mean. It's yeah. like, like, so my brother-in-law, to me, he doesn't even have genitalia. Right, because, it's like, like a Ken doll. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I look at your husband <laughs> as like my brother. Yes, yes, and that's how it should be. Yeah, like, there's no sexual attraction there but whatsoever. we already know she's so much uh, on her own. Yeah. Own shit where she thought she well, was and like, that's Yeah, that's how it should be because you should know that when your best friend's giving your husband a hug, they're just doing it because they genuinely love that person. They look at them like a brother. It's not like a sexual thing, you know? Yeah. Well, anyways, I oh, I shit. thought I told you that before, but... What a sicko she is. <laughs> I'm... Fuck her. <laughs> Well, it's funny to find out the things that your quote-unquote friends say about you behind your back, right? Yeah, it sure is. That's a big quote-unquote, though. I would like to, for the record, she was your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've had a few people say that to me. And (laughs) We told you. We warned you. And I was like, whatever. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, yeah, if Mel's friends with her, she's my friend, too. It's one of those things where you're remembering somebody and who they used to be, and then you find out who they are now. Like, for me, I feel like who I used to be sucks compared to who I am now. I mean, in my 20s, yeah. Like, I look back at some of the things I did in my 20s, I'm like, oof. Like, I wouldn't do that now. Like, I've grown so much since then. I'm not, like, spiteful or, you know, wouldn't, you know, any of those things. But, I mean, this woman is well into her. She's 40 years old, at least. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Oh. Wow. And she was supposedly my friend too, but, you know, her friends were writing bad reviews because of y'all's issues. I was like, well, what about me? I'm like, how is that even fair? Listen. A, you know. If you complain all the time horribly about your best friend to somebody else. Yes. You're an awful person because mm-hmm. if you're talking shit like that about your best friend to other people, what do you well, say? Who else about are you talking about? Everybody yeah. else. You would never catch me talking badly about you to somebody Same. else ever. Same. Ever. Agreed. So, and even when we had, you know, one like big spat in our relationship, I still never talked badly about you. Same. And finally, we just kind of reached out to each other and we're like, "What? This is stupid. This is stupid. Yeah. I love you, and this is why I'm upset." And you were like, "This is stupid. I love you. This is why I'm upset." And we literally talked through yes. it because we're adults. Because we're adults. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 this whole spat didn't even last that long. No, at all. It was brief, and it was stupid, and. It and we been cried solved. and we talked right. it out. And it would have been it probably <laughs> we probably our conversation lasted longer than it should have even mattered because yeah. we literally just had a lack of communication. It was one hundred percent a lack of communication. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was so dumb. And we cried and we laughed and we talked it out yeah. and we one hundred percent moved past. And we it. said, let's never do this again. Yes. Yeah. And we promised each other <laughs> that if we ever had something that was even fuzzy on communication, yes. we would come to each other. Exactly. But that's what you do. Yes. I love you too much and respect you too much to ever like sit there and badmouth you. Oh my god. To anybody. No. I also don't have anything to badmouth you. I don't about, have anything to badmouth you either. I don't know. People like that, you know, 
why do you need friends? Right. And, and it wasn't you, just her best friend that she would talk shit about. It was like every everybody. friend. It was it was everybody. It was her family. It was everybody. Yeah, and it was yeah. like mean, like malicious. Like she's so weird. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole other. And somebody who would have done anything for her. Yes. Too. So, and it made me feel bad. But anyways, moving on. We have clearly had <laughs> too much champagne to be. I haven't had enough. Give me more. Talking so freely right now. Normally oh, I will. we normally we zip it. We're talking a little freely right now. <laughs> Loose lips. Loose lips. <laughs> Oh my god! I sent you that TikTok the other day. That girl falls over the guitar, and then her vagina lips start. Yes, I tried sending that to my husband. He was like, "It's blocked." I was like, "Oh my god!" I have to. It was like not her vagina lips playing the guitar. It was like pieces of like lunch meat playing the guitar. Right, but it was supposed to be like it was her (laughs) vagina lips. It was like, show me what that those lips do. Right there. Okay, so. This is kind of like a mixed bag of nuts episode. Yeah, we're just going all over the place right now. We're getting back into it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, forgive us. Bear with us. It's our first one back. So anyways, Chico sent us his story. Chico, thank you. I love you. I know. So Chico's the best. Oh, that's, by the way, he sent us some stickers, and I need to bring some for you. Some stickers. He made these little stickers that say, people are trash, and they're really funny, actually. And it's a tr- actually, that is what we were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, it's not all people, but some people. You all know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) You all know who you are. You all trash people. So Chico sent this. Clarkson man caught pleasuring himself with an Elmo doll during a home inspection. What? (laughs) Yes. And it was caught on camera from like the person's like nest camera. (laughs) Pontiac, (laughs) Michigan. Uh I've been there. Yes, I have too. I, have done, I did so many appearances there in, back in the day. That is hilarious. <laughs> a 59-year-old home inspector caught on camera during a home inspection allegedly pleasured himself with an Elmo doll, no. was charged in district court Wednesday on two misdemeanor counts. Kevin Wayne Van Leuven of Clarkston was arraigned on charges aggravated indecent exposure and malicious destruction of property under $200. What? So he was visiting this house? He was going to buy the house? He was a home inspector, <gasps> I believe. Oh, okay. I, I, I misheard that then. Oh, my God. That's just how does he how does he continue working? Yeah. So it carries up to a 93-day jail sentence <laughs> and $500 fine. As a condition of bond, Van Leuven is not to be alone in any residential property he does not own, is to have no contact with the victims, and, to, and is to have a mental health evaluation. Um, can you imagine? You're just like, oh, yeah, we had our home inspection today. And then you're like perusing your videos and you see dude getting off on an Elmo. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the f- Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just when I think I've seen it all, someone steps up and surprises me with a new level of disturbing actions, Sheriff Michael Bouchard said. Sadly, in today's world, we cannot take it on faith that the people we let into our homes can be trusted. We cannot always presume that employers have done their job and have confidence their employees are trustworthy and are there to do the job for which they've been hired. This is a disgusting reminder to be cautious about who you let into your home. The actions of these homeowners will likely prevent this defendant from going into anyone else's home. So, yeah, to me, it sounds 
like he was a home inspector. I mean. Yep. Yep. His arrest stems from a March 12th incident at the home of an Oxford Township couple (laughs) who were having their home inspected by Van Leuven prior to its sale at the request of the prospective buyers. So, yeah, he was the home inspector. So you're just, I just, I mean, (laughs) Elmo. Poor Elmo. What I love is there's a still of the camera (gasps) and he's in the kid's room. Ew. So you, I didn't even think of that. He's in a child's bedroom. You know something. He literally has the Elmo doll in his hand. I, that, that I didn't even think of like, because Camden has an Elmo doll, but it's in our living room. Because when he watches Sesame Street, he likes to hold his Elmo. So I was even thinking of the fact that it's in a kid's room. That makes it even more icky. Well, and that's probably why they had the camera in the room, right? Because it's their yes. child's room. They're yes. monitoring it. Yeah, it shows him. He has a mask on, so he's protected, I guess. But he's being a pervert. This is weird. You should nix that out because people will get mad if I mock wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel no me. Pr- no problem. Cancel me. I'm going to... You're canceled. You're done. <laughs> no more. So... Yeah. That's uh The fact that's that it's gross. in a kid's room makes it that much worse. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking at this website and it says that there's a giant potato that's an Airbnb that you could spend the night in. A giant potato? <laughs> a giant potato. What? <gasps> So it's in Idaho, obviously. Of course it is. And it is a prop, so it's not like it's a real potato. Okay. But you can go in there and like spend the night. It looks like literally you're like surrounded by potatoes. Is potato. it like what's inside? Like It looks like a house inside. Mashed potatoes? <laughs> you can lick the walls. They're mashed potato flavored. You just slather butter all over yourself and roll around. Oh, maybe I am going to join you for a threesome. <laughs> It's 28 feet long, and it's considered a tiny house, but there's it like literally looks like a normal house inside, but on the outside, I mean, I don't know how much you want to say like a normal house, because it you're, I mean, you look like you're inside of a potato. But why a potato? Because you're in Idaho. Idaho is known for its potatoes. Idaho? Udaho. Weedaho. <laughs> I'm not a hoe no more. I mean, I'd stay here. It looks cozy. It would be kind of funny, you know. Like I am claustrophobic, though, and... <gasps> I went to Cave of the Mounds. Oh, my God. The caves make me so claustrophobic. This one's not bad until one part, and then the... And then there's one part where you're walking through and it, you're shoulder to shoulder. Oh, that kind of creeped me out a little bit because then there was people behind me and people in front of me. And I'm like, um, can y'all move like one way yeah. or the other? But I loved it. It was so cool. They are cool. And I love that it's like a weird phenomenon that happens in nature. But let me tell you that we went to Mammoth Caves in Kentucky one year and we went to the mammoth caves and we went on like the long like my claustrophobia went into fucking overdrive because there was you had to climb up and down like stairs that they had built and go across like little walkways that they had built and if you looked down over the walkway it was straight into the abyss i mean it was thousands of feet below you like nothing okay cave of the mounds is not like that at all oh my god there's not like all of a sudden a big drop off or anything at least as far as we could see there no that's what this was i was literally like clinging to the rail and then they take you you know into the center of it and there's like chairs and everybody sits down and then they turn off all the lights (gasps) and they're like 
besides being like several thousand feet under sea, this is the darkest you'll ever see in your life. I mean, you couldn't oh. see anything and nothing. Yeah, like if you have go. claustrophobia, do not do it. <laughs> I I was like, how much longer till we're out? And when you go into the mammoth caves, because you get to choose the tour, you know, because you can go spelunking there and like everything. Like the tours that we went on, they warn you that if you have claustrophobia, heart problems, this and that, that you need to let them know now and to not go in because if somebody has to rescue you inside of the caves, it can take up to three hours. Three hours. Oh, my God. But my kids were How with me. How long is a tour? Over an hour. Oh, this was like 45 minutes. We were out and in, and that was taking our sweetest time. Oh, no. This was a long-ass fucking tour. And like the claustrophobia is me. It was like, turn around, bitch. <laughs> Tell them your heart's bad. <laughs> 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 because I also have anxiety. So, I mean, my anxiety was on overdrive inside of these caves, right? But my kids were there, so I don't want to freak out. Right, right. You cause have, you, a fucking scene. Right. Nobody wants to remember the trip that way. You remember when mom had a panic attack and we had to wait three hours for the paramedics to get her out of the cave? <laughs> I like that. That would be a great story. <laughs> Mom freaked out. She was a big bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just get through it. I tell you, sometimes at night I lie awake in bed at night thinking about those caves and and space mission Mars at Disney <laughs> just to give myself anxiety. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Things that haunt me at 3 a.m. when I can't sleep in bed. By the way, after my whole ordeal happened, I asked them, for when I got released to go home for a sleeping pill. And they gave me Ambien. And how was it? Well, I was like, baby, you're going to have to lock the bedroom door and make sure you hide <laughs> the car keys because I'm going to Tiger Woods it and nothing. What happened? Did they say why Tiger Woods? I think he was going really fast. Oh, was he? Okay. As far as I know. I mean, I haven't caught up with it in a while, but I was kind of like, Bleh. And then I took- I, You were disappointed. Per- I was disappointed. Damn. I was hoping because, I mean, shit, Z-Cool gives me hallucinations where I think there's spiders falling from the ceiling. So I'm like, oh, they're giving me the good shit. And it didn't even- <laughs> It didn't work that great for me either. It's not like I had like this amazing sleep. What a so, letdown. Yeah. Good to know. Just stick to the. Yeah, I need the harder bro. shit. I, I personally, I have a prescription for anti-anxiety. Xanax can be your best friend and taken in the correct doses. Let me tell you, you have the best sleep of your life taking half a Xanax. Oh, can you bring me some? I sure can. <laughs> You're my pill pusher. I'm a pusher. You know, man. I only take it when I'm having a panic attack. Or, you know, if I'm having a really difficult time sleeping like day three in a row. Yeah. Because it's not something I want to take every day. And that's why I take it. It's per needed. Well, I took Ambien last night. I only got six hours of sleep. Yeah, see? So they only gave me four. Because I'm like, oh, this shit's going to be real good. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. None of that works for me. Yeah. Well. Mm. I'll give you some Xanax. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather take something per needed than something every day, like Zoloft or whatever anti, you know, anti-anxiety med. That's just me personally. I just want to sleep. Everybody, do what you need to do for your mental health. That's <laughs> yes. just what I do personally. Okay. Gina said crack cocaine. Gina crack said cocaine. meth amphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's this thing going around that like kids are taking Xanax and then they're just buying it like in dark alleys and shit and they're laced with fentanyl and kids are dying oh because of God, it. Oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. So if you're going to get it, get it from a real prescriber. 
Speaking of things laced with fentanyl, did you watch Demi Lovato's Dancing with the Devil, mm-hmm. her little like YouTube thing? Mm-hmm. It was really good, actually. I kind of struggle with her a little bit. So it's a really good documentary, though, for mental health and drug addiction. Okay. It really, really is. And it was scary. She was very close to dying. She suffered multiple heart attacks. Right. I did read that. She still has problems with like vision and things like that. But she took drugs that were laced with fentanyl. Yeah. And that's scary. They gave me fentanyl at one part when I was in the hospital. And all I did, I just felt like I was drunk. Like so drunk. But I could still feel like all the contractions and everything. It did nothing else for me. But I just felt drunk. I couldn't even sleep because the contractions were so bad. But I was like, people take this and function. Yeah. That's scary. scary. Terrifying. Right? Well... We've covered so much today. Yeah, we're all over the board. We're all over the board. Everyone's like, yay, they're back. Nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. We don't either. (laughs) So I'm going to share another fun story that was sent to us by Brenda. And of course, she has to send this story to us because we have covered stories like this in the past. A baby has been born with three penises. (gasps) What? A baby has been born in Iraq with three penises. Wow. (laughs) I'm stunned. According to a study in an international journal of surgery case reports, supernumerary penises is an extremely rare congenital and nominally... Ooh, I said that as best as I could. You did so good. I'm so proud of you. One in every five to six million births. But there have been more than around 100 cases of diphilia, which we know about, the double dick, reported to date. <laughs> dick. <laughs> Doctors believe this is the first ever confirmed case of triphilia. First Tri- ever. Yeah. Triphilia, three penises, is unreported condition until now. The unnamed baby, a native curd from Duhok City, was brought to the hospital by his parents at three months because his scrotum was swollen on one side and he had two small skin projections along his perineum. Upon closer inspection, doctors determined they weren't just skin projections. Each was a separate penis, one about two centimeters in length with a glands, which was attached to the root of the main penis, the other about one centimeter and was below the scrotum. I'm like trying to picture it in my head what it would look like. Wow. The two extras had both corpora cavernurosum and mm. spongiosum. Yes. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Meaning they theoretically could have attained an erection, but neither had a urethra making urination possible. Oh, so that's that's easy then. They can remove those. There's not like he yeah. has the one that's like below a scrotum that he has to piss from. So that's a yeah. good thing. Well, you think a lot of times it's like it's complications when people are born with more than one because the one that's like kind of your ca- face, though. <laughs> Cattywankus would be the one that that's the one that they can keep. Your face and the fact that you made a motion like you were peeing under your scrotum. Did I? <laughs> you did. You did yeah. like an under and like yeah. that. Like you were. Mm-hmm. Like you were reaching under an imaginary scrotum to pee. Lift the balls, let pee. In the end, doctors were able to snip off the two extras and stitch Ew, the main one up. I don't up like that they just said snip off. <laughs> with no. no problems. Damn, that's kind of a shame, though. They just, you No, know. it's not a shame. They weren't, like, normal functioning. Don't get all... They could get hard. This is a baby, you pen... You, I almost called you a penis. <laughs> this is a baby, you pervert. I mean, I'm... 
the baby will grow up. I'm just saying, what if he would have... <laughs> that's that's what makes it okay. What if he grows up and he's like fucking pissed that his parents cut off his two other dicks? I, I think it's a good thing. You don't know that because he could grow up and be very upset that they made that choice for you him. You know what? I've heard that people are pissed that their parents are circumcising boys now. And it's like, you're damned if you do, damned, damned if you if don't. Damned if you don't, yeah. My God. I think that is more of a movement now of people saying not to circumcise. I heard a discussion between two people at work the other day. And the one woman I've worked with forever, and I didn't know that her grown children were not circumcised. She was like, I never circumcised my kids. And the other girl was like, ew, why not? Why wouldn't you? And she's like, there's nothing wrong with a natural penis, which I can see both sides of it. I don't personally have a lot of experience with an uncircumcised penis. I did have sex with a man in my past that didn't have one. And, you know, I mean... It wasn't like it was gross to me, he, you know. I mean, it's just when when an uncircumcised penis gets hard, it just pops out anyways. I think it's more the look of it when it's not hard. An anteater. Yeah. But yeah. when the dick is hard and doing what it needs to do, like when you're sucking it, you're not sucking the flaccid penis. It come, It pops out. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we need to start. <sighs> While we're talking about it, it made me think of the time at work. Where I saved a man's life. Oh, <laughs> everyone! You've had we've had a crazy not me so much because mine just been the same. But you've had an interesting last couple of weeks. I really have. I did text you about it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I still work at the restaurant just a couple days a week. I actually like it. You never know what's gonna fucking happen. It's very entertaining. So. I was at work one night, and it's always my joke, like, we're just serving food. We're not saving lives, right? I say that, like, so many times when people get stressed out at work, you know, like, whatever else. I'm like, we're just serving food. We're not saving lives, you know? Like, chill the fuck out, right? Until Until this day. I was going back like into this little area and one of my coworkers came around and he was like, does anyone know the Heimlich? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like all calm like that? Yeah, like not a big deal. He was like, you might want to go. He's like, go in the hallway. And I was like. Not like, oh my God, does anybody know how to do the Heimlich? No. What? Very calm. (laughs) So I walk into the hallway, like not assuming there's an emergency or a threat. And that is not what I saw when I went to the hall. Like this man was choking. And I was like, oh my God. Because of your friend's delivery, which was awful. It was terrible delivery. And he's such a sweet person. I think he just didn't know what to do. Like they always talk about how you want that one person who's going to remain calm in an emergency. Yeah. That's too calm. It was, it was. (laughs) Yeah, I was not expecting to find a man like full on, you know, like choking in the yes. hallway. And this man, mind you, had to have been close to 300 pounds, taller than me. And I was like, oh, my God, oh my God you know. But I mean, you go into like mom mm-hmm. mode, you know, or like I went to nursing school many years a long time ago. Your adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. And I have had to give the Heimlich before, but I worked in a nursing home for several years. So usually it was on elderly people. And you actually had to be careful with elderly people because you can break Break. their bones very easily that was not the case with this man so (laughs) but who cares 
So you break their bones, you still save their life. You're still saving their mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But I was like, I got to go hard on this motherfucker. So I was just like, <laughs> are you ready? And he nodded his head and I braced myself and I just started giving the Heimlich. But it like wasn't working. And I was like, I don't know if it's because he's so big. Sure. Like, you know, like whatever else. And so I just stopped and like braced myself and gave him like one huge shove and just a Brussels sprout went flying out of his oh, mouth. I think it misses Doubtfire with the shrimp. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how it was. It was like a movie. And he immediately started throwing up in the hallway. And I felt so bad for him because he just was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, why are you apologizing? Yeah, things happen. Yeah, I was like, what you what just happened is very scary. I'm like, why are you apologizing to me? He was like, I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry. He still tried going back to the table after that, but didn't eat one bite of food. He was so like scared. freaked out. Yeah. And eventually they all left. And I was actually really busy. So I was like, all right, I got to go now. I got to go back. (laughs) Got to go back to work. Gina needs her purple heart here. But he called the next day to my manager and he was like, I want to do something nice for her, like buy her, you know, expensive bottle of wine. And he was like, can I just know her name, please? And I was like, oh, yeah, like he was so, I think, embarrassed because we were busy and who knows who he was with? Like, what if he was dining with people he didn't really know? Sure. You know, like whatever else. But I mean, I think he was really grateful that I was there. I was the only person that was working that evening that knew how to, to do the Heimlich. Hmm, maybe it's something restaurants need to start learning how to do. Our manager was like, you know what? We need to have a CPR like Heimlich class. Yeah. So I was like, you Taught know what? Taught by Gina. <laughs> uh... In the time that y'all have missed me, I have saved a life. You're getting someone fired. I'm getting... A... <laughs> getting... I'm getting... An unexperienced twit fired because she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Tattoo removal person fired. Oh, my God. Yeah. So shout out to knowing the Heimlich. I don't even know the guy's name, but I saved a life. I saved a life. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> oh, man. My best friend is a hero. So everyone else can say that they're just serving food, not saving lives, but not your girl here. Nope. Doing both. Yeah. Oh, you need help? I'm I'm here to assist. <laughs> I'm just like in awe. I can't even talk right now. I, I just know. want to stare at you and all your hero glory. <laughs> it is a very sc- scary feeling to be choking, though. It really is. Ugh. That's awful. I get worried all the time with my son because he always wants to take bites off things. And I'm like, You know how to Ooh. give the Heimlich to babies, right? I do, okay. yeah. Do you know how to give the Heimlich to yourself? I think you just do this. No. What do you do? You basically have to like hump a chair. Oh, yes. <laughs> You could just use that as an excuse. Like you just go into pound town in the chair and someone comes on like, choking. Because it's hard for you to give yourself enough force from the frontal position like that. If I did that right now, I'd probably pee all over this chair anyways. I've had so much champagne. (laughs) (laughs) So you basically have to force yourself on the chair hard enough where you're like performing the Heimlich with the chair. You're welcome, everyone out there. You are just saving not only one life. All of our Multiple. lives. <laughs> <laughs> Gatsby just sat up and looked at me like, no more fucking Kenny G, mom. You well, see. I think we could probably wrap it up for today. I guess. We're just getting back into it. So next week, we will resume our topic of first time sexual encounters. And that could be anything, whether it's 
your first time having sex with somebody different or your first time or whatever. It Y'all could know we're pretty loosey goosey with that shit. Yeah. We want to hear all the dirty, dirty. So you can send your topics in to Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. Or slide in our DMs. I feel like we're a little rusty today. We are. We Even just, though it's only been like, what, three weeks? We just got a lot of ground to cover. We do. I Bear will with end us. with our blonde joke. <laughs> a blonde says to her doctor, each time I try to sip my coffee, my eye hurts. The doctor says, maybe you should take the stir out of the cup. Oh, bottom bum. Anybody's stupid joke.